Hey, Bravehearted Sister, thank you so much for being a part of the Bravehearted Woman podcast and this segment, Bravehearted Stories. The purpose of this podcast segment is to share your heroic story of bravery so that others can draw strength from you. Now, before you say, oh, wait, wrong girl, I disagree. We're all having a human journey here in this fallen world. And let's be honest, we've all faced times that we needed to be like Joshua of old, be strong and courageous. So you had to find your brave at some point in your life. It was bravery that got you out of depression as you walked through that dark season. When your child opted out of a relationship with you, you had to be brave. You had to be brave when you learned how to podcast, when you wrote your book, when you told your story, when you went through that devastating divorce, when you made that hard decision, when you came up with a, no, I can't do it, when you lost all that weight, whatever your story is, I could go on and on. And so in this podcast segment, though we certainly want to celebrate you and talk about all the accolades and all the highlights of our life, I also want to take our listener into the shadowy parts of our life because what comes from the heart touches their heart. And so when you had to choose to believe God, even though you wanted to give up, when you had to face another day and keep going, even when you wanted to lay in bed and pull the covers over your head, or when you were so afraid you couldn't hardly face yourself in the mirror, or when you had to draw those boundaries or do those hard, brave things, whatever it is, those are the parts of the story that I want to tell. So before we have the thrill of victory, there is an agony of defeat. There is a valley season for us. So let's not over-spiritualize it when you come on the podcast. Don't be afraid to be raw to your level of comfort, of course. But my audience, they're you. They're right where you were. They're where you are. And they need to find courage. That's why they're listening to this short podcast episode. So give me some interview questions that help us go deep. Give me a short bio of yourself, a great picture of yourself, and let's do this thing. This is an on-camera interview, so make sure you got your hair and your makeup how you want it for the watching world to see. Make sure you have good light in front of you so that we can clearly see you and you're not silhouetted. Good microphone is always helpful. Let's capture your story. It's worthy to be told. To God be the glory. Let's share it with the brave-hearted sisterhood. Thank you. Let's take it one step further because you're saying, you know, you are not what you do, but you also said you are not what has happened to you. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Because I think that some women define themselves based on past struggles. Yes. Sometimes I feel like that what happens to you is for you, like you said in the beginning, but it also, if you do not realize how to take that experience and to share it with others to help them through, then maybe that becomes a limiting belief in your life. You start absorbing that and thinking, well, this is all I can do, or this is all I can be, or, you know, I wasn't meant for more, but that's what I want to help people get over because I overcame poverty. We were very poor, you know, growing up, but I never knew it. We had love. We sang, you know, and all of our things. We had music. We had plenty of food, you know. So, and then I am a survivor of domestic violence myself, which is why I have a passion to help. Either they're still with the the abuser or maybe they're not. Maybe they're a single mom. I was a single mom for 11 years, you know, raising my own children because I wanted a better life for them. 
So I didn't let what happened to me define me. I overcame it and moved forward, moved past that. And I just have this compelling drive inside of me. Maybe it's Holy Spirit, the Lord, my passion, my mission, but just pushing me and pulling me. Maybe it's pulling me more forward to it. So I feel like every day I get a little bit closer, you know, to being and who God has designed me to truly be. Yeah. Isn't that something that we can say that at our age that we're still becoming? I mean, we're probably both over 50. That's a safe guess, maybe. Yes. And we're still, you know, saying, okay, God, I'm still becoming. But I want to take us back just to a moment because you just unpacked a whole lot there when you said, I'm a survivor of domestic abuse. I'm a survivor of childhood abuse, mm. of sexual abuse. But it changes you, doesn't it? Abuse changes you. And if the enemy would have his way, we would stay beaten down, insecure, not feeling like we're enough. Talk to me a minute and to our listeners who are probably tuning in because they need to become brave. They need to make a change in their situation. They might be trapped in circumstances that are very painful. What was that like living in a situation where you were being abused? Your children were in that situation. Can you share just a little bit? Yes, I feel... It was because of my kids, I feel like, that really just pulled me out of it. Or I may would have stayed. You know, my dad was an alcoholic. My mom stayed with him. Of course, he became a Christian just in time for me to be, you know, 16. <laughs> so you kind of follow what your path has been or what you see. You know, I feel like a lot of traditionalists are like that. And they just keep staying in that same mode, that same track. And we have to break those generational curses. That's what they are. And you can break your generational curse. You need to prepare. I am so blessed to have had someone I work with that prepared me. Maybe she just saw what I couldn't say <laughs> because she approached me about it. And she took me somewhere that was safe, that we could talk about it with a group. It was a group that met to help domestic survivors and just through that, it really helped me to give me the preparation, not just the strength, but you need to prepare your money, your place, where you're going to go, where they don't know where you are, you know. And when that happened, then I was able to move forward with the restraining order, you know, to just the TPO order to get away. It is a lot. And it took a few months of preparation. So it's going to take preparation, but know that you can do it. I've done it. You can do it. And there's a better life for you. God did not intend for anybody to be abused or to stay in any situation like that. So don't stay. Don't think you can change this person. You can't. Don't think that, well, I'll just live. I'll survive through it. It just gets worse. Everything gets worse in that situation. So I'm so thankful and blessed today. I have beautiful sons, four grandchildren. I did not want them to follow in that same path. So I feel like I broke that generational curse for them and they can move forward. They need the Lord, but I know the Lord's with them and they know the Lord is with them too. They were saved at a young age. So I know God is with them, guiding them, protecting them as well as my grandchildren. Amen. I agree with that so much. I believe, you know, the scripture that we lean on, you know, when you raise a child in the way they should go, even when they're yeah. old, they can't depart from they might not be connected to it right now, but those incorruptible seeds of Jesus Christ are within them and mm -hmm. they cannot be killed. So they will bloom. They will come. 
I agree with you on that. So an incredible story of surviving domestic violence and now reaching back and saying, okay, I want to help others overcome, not just women from domestic violence situations, but anyone who has lost their way or they're just so busy doing things in life that maybe they're just leaving God out of their life. Do you help women find their way back to a thriving relationship with Christ? Or how does that look in your ministry today? Yes. And that is a brave hearted woman. You are a brave hearted woman. If you have came through the struggles, the fire, the trials, if you have survived divorce or, or reconnected, if you divorce and, and reconnected, that's me, remarried, you know, went through a whole disruption before the disruption. And it was all because you let that little seed of doubt in, just like Eve in the garden. Hmm. Eve caused that doubt. Satan caused it out for her. And then she just spread it on to Adam. But that can happen in our own lives. You are serving in ministry. You are busy. You are a woman on a mission. You are leading a women's group. You've got it all together. And then one little thing happens that makes you feel a certain way that maybe you missed. Maybe you missed feeling that way and you didn't talk to your husband about it. Well, it's just a conversation. That just leads to bigger things. Like my uncle, he's a preacher. He always said, the little foxes pull the vine. And it's the truth. You mentioned briefly, you know, that your life was disrupted. It took four months to tear down something that you built. And now it's taking three years to rebuild. And you mm -hmm. are being a brave hearted woman. Congratulations. Did you write your book? I'm looking here and it says you have a book. It starts within you. It's an inside job, a heart job, a mind emotions. They can get deceived. Is that what your book is about? Yes. If I can show it. This is yeah, please do. <laughs> so it is available on Amazon and yes, it is about my story and it's about my journey back the strategies, the tools that I use, the books that I read. I had some of my favorite books here, Restart Your Heart, and then Charles Stanley's Emotions, Confront the Lies and Conquer with Truth, and of course, The Power of Positive Thinking. So those were some of my books to come back because at that time, you just feel so dead inside. You know, how could this happen? How could you let this happen when it wasn't even in your control? What would you say to the woman who feels like she's maybe even in a midlife crisis, like feels like, I don't know what my life is about. I don't find a purpose in God. I'm bored. Would your book be a source of encouragement to that woman? Or what would you say to her? Yes. So in my book, it really talks about your awareness, how your emotions connect. It talks about forgiveness. I have a whole section on forgiveness and definitely about prayer. Prayer is your uplink to God. It's your communication. And I can tell you on my journey back, when I started praying, I didn't feel anything. I didn't feel like I heard anything, but I didn't care because I was doing what the Bible said. And I would get in my closet and I would pray and I would really beg God to speak to me, speak to my heart. Just give me some hope. I know I messed up, <laughs> you know, but I want to be back in his safe arms. And he brought me back. And that's why I have this book, because it will bring you back. It talks about how music, 
music is your melody it's your weapon you know to really sing those praises what would you say to any woman who just feels like they've lost their way or lost their hope so don't quit forgive yourself you're not the only one going through this. There are plenty of people going through worse than you. I've interviewed them on my podcast. So just know that, like Dawn said, you have a pulse, you have a purpose. And the main thing is, is forgiveness. You have to forgive yourself and because God's already forgiven you. He loves you unconditionally. It's not like how maybe you've grown up in traditional loving conditionally God's love is unconditional and he doesn't expect you to do something to earn that love you just receive that love and learn how to be an excellent receiver I know most of you are probably have a servant heart and are givers but learn to be an excellent receiver because God wants to give that love to you so receive it receive that forgiveness and love and grace he has it for you beautiful words. Remember that you are forgiven and God, his heart is for you. You are an overcomer. Thank you so much, Pam. Where can they find you? So liftupevents.com is my website. That's a link to all my social media and my podcasts. I am on Instagram, Pam's Duran, P-A-M-S Duran and Facebook, Lift Up Coaching and Twitter. Yes, Pam's Duran on Twitter. I was trying to think. Those are the ones, the places that I frequent and post on most. So. If you want to get a hold of Pam or you want to read her books, purchase her books or the new one coming out, we have all of those special links in the show notes for you. You will be able to find her. Pam, thank you so much for being on The Bravehearted Woman. You are an absolute amazing woman of God and a role model for us to look to to say, that's where I'm going. I too am an overcomer. And I'm going to leave you like I always do, my Braveheart sisters. This is Dawn Damon, your Braveheart mentor, telling you it's time to find your brave and live your vision. Thanks for hanging out with me today and becoming brave. If this has helped you, be sure to share it with someone and subscribe so you never have to miss another episode. For more about me, my books, my coaching, or online courses, visit DawnDamon.com. And as always, be brave and live your vision.